Welcome to In Support of Families. This is Emily Penrod, and I have Holly Blank Moses back with us again. She's starting an exciting class that I'm anxious to hear about, and I'm sure you'll want to hear about it too. Holly, welcome. Thank you so much, Emily, for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited about starting a self-care challenge for 2019 on Facebook, and it is a free group. So I'll make sure that uh, you have that link for anyone who wants to join, and it starts on January 7th on Monday. Sounds great. Now, what will be covered in this class? Well, what I find is that when parents who have differently wired children hear about self-care, it is important, but we kind of think, oh, yeah, that's funny. Who has time for that? Because we are running from place to place. We're taking our children to, to therapies and sort of fielding school. Some of us homeschool um, and also work. So it, it's a lot. So we want self-care. We know it's important, but doing it is a whole different ballgame. That's so true. I know a lot of them feel, well, maybe when my children are grown, I can do that. Right. It's always later. And of course it is because we feel like we have it, that it's not even um, a possibility for us. Yes. Yes. So, so I do have some helpful uh, doable strategies that don't require a lot of time or a lot of energy or even money. So I definitely wanted to share that with you today. Great. So what are some ideas? What, what, what could they start with? Have you ever heard of a bucket list? Yes. So usually a bucket list, for those of you who don't know what that is, it is this, this list of things that we really want to do, so things that we feel passionate about, you know, things we want to accomplish before we die, which sounds a little bit depressing. And usually what happens is we don't ever end up doing them, right? I mean, we yeah. have all these great ideas and we want to go to this place or do this, but it just doesn't seem doable. And again, we have this idea where we have all this time, you know, to eventually do these things. So I want to just make a twist on that and call it a love list. Now, this is to yourself but I only want it to be three months. Three months? <laughs> Just three months. Okay. Yes. It needs to be short term. It needs to be doable. And we're going to use the I will language. Okay. So basically this makes you actually have a deadline, right? Yes. It helps you take action to move forward in a more fulfilling life. So if we don't take action, we really just continue to get through the day, right? We're spinning our wheels, we're running, and we just end up doing the same thing all of the time. And we don't end up taking the time for ourselves. So again, it's important for it to be short term. It needs to be reasonable, things that you can actually accomplish, and that way you're going to be more likely to take action and meet your goals. Okay, I'm, I'm just thinking of some things, you know, for me that I could do within three months time. And really, there are simple things. You know, you know, we, when we live in an area, 
There are those tourist attractions that people come from halfway across the world to see, but mm -hmm. we never go to. Because oh, that's so true. We can do that later. There right. are historic sites in my area that I've always wanted to see and haven't done that yet. That could be on my well, list. Well, I challenge you to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm personally challenging you, Evelo, to, to make that list for yourself. All right. Um, actually, I'll share mine with you if you like. Okay. So I just, again, started my, my new love list. And this may sound completely ridiculous to everyone, but everyone has to do what works for them, right? Right. I will, because again, we're using I will language, not I, I want to or whatever. That doesn't get us where we want to be. I will ride a mechanical bull before the end of March 2019. Oh wow! I'll have to I'll have to take video of that. Oh do oh do, share it on Facebook. We got to see this exactly. I mean, it sounds very silly, but something I've always wanted to do, and I thought, you know what, I can talk about it or I can just do it. Oh yeah, and so, how you're how you'll feel once you've done it? Exactly. It's like wow, I didn't have to have this on you know, this goal or this activity I've always wanted to do on a bucket list and then it never happened. Yeah. So and another thing is I will spend time with two, like a friend or two friends two times a month for the next three months. Okay. Something like going out for lunch or just anything like that, going out to lunch, meeting up for coffee, anything like that at all. So I, I know where I am currently and maybe different people want to nurture their friendships. That's something that's a value for me. So for me to make it two times a month is actually double what I usually do. Okay. Okay. So to me, that's a goal that is doable and that really is meaningful to me. I, I love that because I've noticed Quite often, those friendships are the first thing parents let go, but, sure, yeah. but they need that support. They really do, and you need to laugh, and you need to smile, and you need to get the advantage of having that social relationship. I mean, it's incredibly rewarding Yes, to be able to sit down with a friend, and you're absolutely right. It's one of the first things that sort of go by the wayside. And it, it's too important. Another one I have is I'll listen to classical piano every day for the next three months. That's something I find that feeds my soul. I do not play piano, by the way. <laughs> I play no <laughs> instruments whatsoever. But there's something about that that relaxes me. Yes. And so when I'm doing paperwork, when I'm, you know, not in front of a patient providing a direct service, I can definitely have that going on in the background. Yes. Yes. That's doable, right? It is. It is. I remember I used to do housework to Sousa. There you go. And it really, it, and again, it's, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's not meant to be. It's about feeding your soul every day. Yes. Bringing joy into your life every day in doable ways. So I like that. So that's your love list, three items, deadline of within three months, 
and stated in I will language. Exactly. Yes. And if you have trouble coming up with your own, here's just some ideas. You know, what isn't, you know, an activity or skill that you want to learn or get better at? You know, that might be something that you're interested in. Maybe what you want to do that brings you joy, specific areas in your life that you want to nurture. And that could be um, health, your part with your relationship with your partner, your family, finances, uh, feeding yourself spiritually, whatever that is for you personally, that can just give you some ideas of some concrete I will activities that you can do. Yes. And some people feel like, you know, I always had wanted to take up, you know, yoga, meditation, something like right. that, and felt like they have to wait until they can devote time to take a class, time and money to take a class and set aside an hour a day. But it could just be for five minutes. If anything, anything is taking action. That's true. Five minutes, 10 minutes. It's all about moving forward. Something that comes up often with parents of differently wired children, and I know especially for me, is anxiety. Yes. And trying to control everything. <laughs> so uh-huh. It is. It, for, for, if you're naturally, you know, struggle with anxiety, I know I do. If you're naturally struggling with it, we feel a little less anxious when we can control. And so it makes sense that we try to, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that's understandable. And not only that, a lot of times it feels like our life is very much out of control. Oh, yes. So again, it makes sense that we would want to try to control as much as we possibly could. But the problem with that is it often leads to just disappointment and more stress. Yes. Because it's just not possible. Sometimes we're trying to control something we can't control. Exactly. And, you know, and again, it's like hitting your head against a brick wall. You're not going to get anywhere and you're ultimately hurting yourself um, and possibly others. And it's, it's a difficult thing. And the bottom line is we can't really control, you know, our kids and our partners and our, our extended family and friends and coworkers and bosses and our children's teachers and other people's bad driving. (laughs) We just, Oh yeah. (laughs) We, we can't as much as I would love to do all those things. I, I can't, well, we're fooling ourselves if we think that we can Uh, We can guide them. We can provide information. We can tell them what we think, but ultimately we cannot control everything. And that's a good thing because, you know, sometimes our kids or the people we love or the people we work with, they're going to encounter their own experiences. Yes. And that will shape them. Yes. Because we've definitely been shaped by our experiences, whether they're uncomfortable or comfortable. So what we have to think about is if we're trying to control everything that happens around everyone else, around us, like what are, how is that impacting other people? Because I definitely understand that the challenges I've personally been through have made me a stronger and more loving person. And I would argue probably the more difficult situations have helped me grow, grow the most. I agree. 
same for me. And, and we really, the only person we can control is ourselves. It is so true. It's so true. And I think that if people have trouble with control and anxiety, it's, it's just instinctual. It comes so naturally. We don't even realize we're doing it sometimes. Yes. And so what I would suggest is coming up with some wording that's fast. So a sentence or two that helps ground you. Yes. And this is based in noticing, right? So you need to notice what your brain is telling you. I often call them brain stories. So your brain is telling you a story and that you can control something and you actually can't. You can only control yourself. So something I say to myself is I'll do the best I can in this moment because I can only control myself. And it sounds simple, but it really does help me notice when I'm getting anxious, notice when I'm trying to control things I can't, and also let me know that it's going to be okay. Yes, yes. It will be okay because I trust that I will get through it because I always do. Yes. And, and quite often I think parents put pressure on themselves feeling it's my responsibility to control my child. Well, and as a, as a psychologist um, and a behavior analyst, I'm, I'm taught all these things. I've, you know, over 20 years experience on basically how to change behavior. Right. And, and you can definitely but there are going to be times where things are, again, out of your control or you can't prevent everything from happening. It, it might be a, where your child is really struggling. Maybe something happened at school, plus they're hungry, plus they're tired equals meltdown. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it came out of nowhere all of a sudden. So there are certain things that you just cannot control. And being okay with that and accepting it can bring a lot of peace to your life. That is an excellent tip. Something to also think about is our self-talk. Mm -hmm. And we are definitely the most mean to ourselves, I think. Oh, yeah. We say things to ourselves we would never say to anyone else. It is so true. And we call ourselves names. Yep. We are basically telling ourselves we're not good enough. We are, you know, this may sound like a strong word, but I would have to say abusing ourselves. Yep, I agree. You know, we're, we're a horrible parent or we're a terrible partner or we're not smart enough or we're too fat or we're too, I mean, it, it, the list can go on and on and on. It really, um, can. It really can. And it's incredibly sad. Because our brains are telling these stories that we grasp onto as truth. And basically, you know, they're going to tell us stories no matter what. You know, that's what brains do. But it's how we, how we notice these stories and how we become gentle with ourselves. It takes work, but it's definitely worth it. It is, yes. It is. And so this is another opportunity to notice that our brains tell us things fast. So what we need to do is notice. And again, that's always number one. Yes. If you don't notice, you'll be telling yourself, tell 10 things before you even realize what you're doing. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. So noticing is very important. 
if you if you come up with something that works for you and again mine is I am lovable and I am enough and I, and not to sound kooky or cheesy but it really can work this is my my negative brain stories really were stemming around um, that I was not lovable and that I wasn't good enough for for all these different reasons <laughs> and so the one I created was just that I am lovable and I am enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a difference. It really makes, it makes a very big difference because when you are telling yourself a thousand times a day, all these terrible abusive things, like you said, you would never say to anyone else that has to change. Yes. It has to, it has to, if you're going to care for yourself. Something to think about, and, I, and we may even do this in the self-care challenge, is having everyone come up with three lovely adjectives to say about themselves. Okay. Sometimes this can make people really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we're, we don't want to be conceited. Exactly. Or... Yeah, it's, you know, it, we can name things about other people very, very quickly about all, you know, wonderful things about them. But when it comes to ourselves, sometimes we struggle. And I think if we do struggle, that's definitely a sign that we need to work on this area in our life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I, I for think sure. you hit the nail right on the head there. I have actually asked this in, um, on my Facebook page. And some people said, I mean, they were really struggling to come up with kind things to say about themselves. That is sad. That's tough. Yeah. It is. And it, you know, it took me a long time to, to be able to get to the point where I could come up with them myself. But again, the more you do it, the better you become and the more comfortable you feel with it. That's awesome. <laughs> So, were there sure. any other tips you wanted to share? Um, yeah, there is one more, actually. Okay. All right. Um, Go ahead. I call it mindful gratitude. And gratitude, again, kind of sounds like one of those hokey things that you're going to see a lot pop up in, in different blogs and that type of thing. But it really is important because we just don't stop to notice. And that really is a huge piece of the puzzle is just noticing. And something that I've been um, working on myself, which may be helpful for you, is telling at least three people a day how much you appreciate them. Oh, that's huge. I mean, just three people, <laughs> that's it. And so, you know, again, it's all about making this doable. And if you want to have a really good IEP meeting, start it out with telling the other people on the team what you appreciate about them. I love start that. Out. I really do. Yes. It brings down the anxiety for you and the other person. It, it helps them be feel appreciated. I mean, it helps them feel good. And that way you don't ever have to worry, does that person know how I feel about them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really makes, it, it really is fulfilling to yourself as well, not just the other person. Yes. Another thing I do, I actually, um, I work a lot, so I have to stop myself to be able to stop and notice. 
because if I don't, it's probably not going to happen because, you know, as you know, I have a private practice and I also coach and provide online courses. So I'm pretty busy. So one thing I've done is I actually set a, now that I figured how to do it, because I'm not tech savvy, figured out how to set a timer on my phone for 8.15 every morning. I just started this two days ago. So at 8.15 in the morning, right before I see my first patient, it pops up a reminder on my phone and it asks me, what are three things you are grateful for today? Wow. And it took me all of, you know, 20 seconds to set it up on my phone. Yeah. And again, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can just set a reminder under alarm and rename the alarm what you want to tell yourself that, t- that day. And, you know, this morning I was just thinking how grateful I was for my, my family and specifically a couple of my friends and really that I have the opportunity to also love and support um, people in this upcoming challenge. So I was just really grateful for that opportunity as well. Awesome. I love it. And I know the power of gratitude. I mean, it's, it's a much more pleasant emotion than resentment or fear or anxiety. It really is. And I, I think that the other things can easily take over, right? The negative thoughts and feelings. And, and again, it's not like we're not going to have them. It's okay to feel that way, but it doesn't have to consume you. And I think, I think that's the difference. We do tend to be more aware of what's wrong and it takes focus to notice what's right. It takes incredible focus Something that um, you may find helpful in your audience is that I'm being more mindful and grateful about the things that I have and that I'm experiencing. I bought these, <laughs> side story, Coles was having a sale and I, brought, I bought these exercise pants and they are so ugly and so comfortable. <laughs> And they look like kind of like MC Hammer pants for those of you who are my age. You know, one of those videos I could be in with these pants. And I wore them yesterday and I thought, oh my gosh, these are so soft. They're amazing. I'm so grateful for them. And really thinking about being comfortable and how that brought me peace and just enjoying the pants. I know that sounds silly, but just enjoying that type of thing. I have a pair of fuzzy socks that I think are great. Uh-huh. And instead of just putting them on and, and not thinking twice about it, like I really appreciate these. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something as small as that. I really do have so much to enhancing, be grateful for. Enhancing your self-care. Yeah. It's brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of these things we don't even think about. Nope. We don't. We don't. These are wonderful tips. So how do people sign up for your class? You said it starts Monday, January 7th. It does. It starts on Monday. And I am going to give you the link to the free five-day self-care challenge um, in Facebook. All right. And I will be signing up. Yay! I'm so glad to hear it. And I can't wait to see... Any of you that are interested 
in the group. I think you're going to love it. All right. It sounds very worthwhile and very doable. Yes. Doable is the key. Thank you so much, Holly, for your time. We look forward to your class. You are welcome. And thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.